G'day and welcome once again to Once When I Was Cool, your weekly podcast about nostalgia really, just about two guys uh, in their middle age looking back at things that we enjoyed when we were kids, when we were younger and how they've changed and changed our lives. My name is Dave King, I am one of your hosts and across from me I have... Wee Man. And of course Wee Man is with us every week, like like it or lump it, he's here with us. Sorry. <laughs> no need for apologies just yet mate, it's not episode 36 again. And of course behind the glass we have Simon. Simon who gets us out to your earballs every week. Simon is our producer, he's a young buck, uh, great young fellow who's always there for us, always helping us through. How are you today Simon? Oh, he's rolling the fingers like get on with it. Okay, he must have something on. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we, once when I was cool, we used to have Saturday afternoon cartoons and those cartoons particularly were run by a, uh, a group I guess you would call um, the, the creators, the, the producers, the manufacturers of these cartoons, put out some wonderful cartoons and I'm talking about Hanna-Barbera. Oh, yeah. Hanna-Barbera is my all-time favourite... All-time? Um, all-time favourite uh, cartoon producers. They, more than Looney Tunes? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I quite enjoy them more than Looney Tunes. More, wow, okay. That's a big call. All right, yeah, why, it is. why is that? Oh, Hanna-Barbera's... Well, when you, when you look back at, at cartoons and how cartoons work and they were at the forefront of uh, cartoons. They started in the 50s, the late 50s, mm-hmm. and went all the way through mm-hmm. to mid-2000, mid I think it was around 2005. Okay, because so they don't tend to hear about them too often anymore. No, they were massive through the late 50s, 60s and 70s mm-hmm. and they pumped out massive amounts of cartoons, yeah. and massive, and they were actually responsible for... If you look in some of the cartoons, such as the Flintstones, which is one of their fantastic uh, cartoons, you'd always see the um, the back the backdrop basically, like the repeating background, the when repeating that, particularly background. when they're running or driving or doing something like that. Yep, they were the pioneers in that, so to speak, where they pumped out. Dozens and dozens and dozens of cartoons and that's mm-hmm. how they did it. There was mass turnover of cartoons and that's how they did it. That was one trick that they had yeah. that they were the pioneers in yeah. that actually um, made them so popular. Well, growing up in the country, um, we didn't have a big selection of channels. I remember we we had uh, the ABC and then we had uh, one of the other ones which was a sort of a conglomerate of all the others that were going around and we didn't have regular cartoon slots. I think it was possibly even before we had Saturday morning cartoons and we used to, I remember I always used to look forward to school holidays because we always had the cartoons coming on. Uh, they used to come on at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon and run through till about 5 and Hanna-Barbera were one of the main ones and Probably before it, it wasn't the things like the Flintstones, the Jetsons, which you know, basically the same con- same concept. What it was was things like Wacky Races and Space Ghost and um, yeah, all what of, was the little one with the um, what was Kazoo in? What was, what was he in? Uh, he was in he, he was in um, the Flintstones, Flintstones, wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah. was like a late edition early, um, a late edition early on there. Yeah, but Wacky Races was one of the ones, and I remember my father always used to sit, and he wasn't a big um, cartoon fan as men of that generation never really were, but he always used to really love Muttley. I don't know if you remember Dick Dastardly and Muttley. They used to have the um, sure do and that. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, my dad always used to do that laugh and I was one of those sorts of memories that I'll always have of him, um, you know, doing that laugh when we used to say do Muttley, he'd, uh, he, he would do that. But that introduced us to a lot of, um, a lot of the sort of Hanna-Barbera type things, type things. We, and then there was Space Ghost and then there was Megilla Gorilla. Um, oh, there were lots. There was... Um, Grape Ape, I think, was another one, which yeah. I thought was just Megilla Gorilla. Uh, no, there's a couple like Adam Ant, The Secret mm-hmm. Squirrel Show. Um, Atom, Atom Ant, Atom as in Ant. A-T-O-M, not Atom. like Adam Ant, the, uh, the yeah. new romantic singer. Space Ghost and Dino and Dino Boy. Oh, I can Dino Boy. I'm not, not familiar with that one. Yeah, no, they did a, a – one of the other magnificent ones they did was the Quick Draw McGraw. Oh, yeah, and what was the dog? Um, Huckleberry Hound. Yeah, Huckleberry Hound, but there was another one that was always a real sad sack. Augie Dog. Uh, there was Augie Dog and Daddy Dog. There well, was, they had a real dog theme going yeah, on. Maybe did. we should do a podcast on dog TV shows. Yeah, we could do. They did the Rough and Ready show. All right. They did uh, the Pixie and Dixie and Mr. Jinx, Yogi Bear. Mr. Jinx. Oh, was Yogi Bear one of theirs as yeah, well? Yeah, Yogi oh, okay. Bear. He first made an appearance in um, in uh, the Huckleberry Hound show. That's where he originated from and he ended oh, okay. up getting a bit of With his off. picnic baskets and, and boo-boo. It's, well, Boo Boo didn't come along until later on. Okay, Boo Boo was a bit little. He was he was in there. It was more more Yogi at the time, but another one of their great um, car, cartoon slash live shows. Live was, shows, yeah. Well, yeah. when I say as yeah. in live, not just cartoons. It was also like that variety, variety hour type show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was uh, the Banana Splits. Oh, no, we did the Banana Splits yeah. a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, I love the Banana Splits, but I, I, did they used to cut to, did they used to have a bit of singing and dancing and then cut to a cartoon? Yeah, they had cartoons. They had Danger Island as, so the Banana Splits was one of their sort of live shows and then Danger Island was yeah. one of the others. Yeah. And then they had a couple of cartoons in there as well. And okay. I'm just trying to think of which And Yogi Bear was one of them. No, Yogi Bear was in the Huckleberry Hound. Oh, okay, because... Um, you know, the Flintstones, Jetsons, Yogi Bear, you know, three of the most iconic cartoons from my time, um, some that I still can sit down and watch these days. Um, and, of course, the Banana Splits were, was a great, great show, but it, it's something that hasn't really lived on. They made an atrocious movie, a live-action movie of it, um, I think, last year, and it seems like it was a straight-to-video thing, but it turned out to be a slasher film. So they turned oh, okay. the banana splits into a slasher film and it yeah. was so okay. sad. If you ever get the opportunity, have a look at some of the reviews of it on YouTube. They're classic. The the cartoons that were in um, the banana splits was the Arabian Nights, the Three Musketeers and the Micro Ventures. Oh. So with, with those, that was their first sort of move into uh, having the live action and the cartoons, a bit of a variety of it. Right. So these guys, um, you know, they then did spin-offs of their own shows. They did the Pebbles and Bam Bam show. They did the oh, Yogi Bear show. I wasn't show. familiar with that, but that sounds atrocious. Well, the yeah, it was Pebbles when they were and older. Bam Bam show. Yeah, it was when they were older and things. They did oh. the Huckleberry Hound. They did the Yogi Bear specials. They did a lot of, you know, crossovers. They actually, Hanna-Barbera, they actually then produced some good cartoons and some of the stuff that went from novels into actual cartoons, like 
Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, Gulliver Travels and things like that. They oh, did okay. The Adventures of Gulliver Travels and those type of, uh, you know, a handful of uh, those mm. old fable novels. Yeah. Into I guess then with the cartoons. Arabian Nights and those things yeah. as well. Yeah, it's. Uh, from my point, they they went all the way through to 2005. They ended up selling up to Cartoon Network and they still did uh, the, you know, Johnny Bravo, the Powerpuff Girls. Power- <laughs> so that's, Johnny Bravo yeah. was awesome. He was one of those guys, that, you know, as a young guy with full of confidence, you should really um, look to live your life by. He had some great expressions but completely inappropriate. Now I don't know that they'd get away with showing Johnny Bravo, which is I think – why you don't often see them on repeats anymore. Correct. And then, you know, but back in their the really early days, they had one called Johnny Quest. Now, I've heard that. Was that a late, like a late 60s sort yep. of cartoon? Yeah. Was it a cartoon Definitely. or a live action? No, it was a cartoon. I know that in a few of the American podcasts that I listened to. early 60s. A lot of the American podcasts, well, not a lot, a few of the American podcasts will refer to Johnny Quest and I've never actually seen it but I know it's it's fairly highly regarded and that was Hanna-Barbera as well. Yep, that was a primetime series for those guys. So they actually went from just producing cartoons just to have on a Saturday morning yeah. into producing these high turnover weekly series um, cartoons um, that ended up in primetime slots. So they were like, you know, the go-to for a lot of uh, a lot of those filler spots for cartoons that just didn't sit in cartoon times. They went into, you know, the prime time slots as well. Yeah, well, I remember that. Um, I remember hearing stories. I shouldn't say because I wasn't around in the '60s, but um, quite often families would sit around in the evening and listen and watch shows like the Flintstones and the Jetsons, and they were more than just a, a kids' show. They were sort of more a family family type show. Yeah, they were, and then you had the the you know the Hanna Barbera cartoon, the new cartoon um, series, where you had Wally Gator. <laughs> you remember him? Swinging Navigator in the swamp. Yeah, mm. uh, there was Touche Turtle and Dum Dum. Touche away. Yeah, and then Lippy Lion and Hardy Ha Ha. <laughs> Lippy the Lion and Hardy Ha Ha. Now they were the ones that I remember, along with the Wacky Races that were on the Saturday afternoon cartoons, and we would be out and whatever we were doing, and I think it was before I even read watches. Uh, red watches before I wore watches. I'd get, um, I think I remember I'd get my mum to tell me when it was close to two o'clock and come charging in and um, be able to, to watch watch the, you know, the cartoons because it was just such a treat. Yeah, and then when Yogi Bear got his own little um, spin-off from the Huckleberry Hound, you know, there was like other players like Snagglepuss and Yakety Yak. <laughs> remember Yakety yeah, Yak the Duck? Yeah. And Snagglepuss. And Snagglepuss, Top Cat. yeah. What was Yakety Yak? Yakety Yak was a little dark. Was it? Wasn't an actual yak? No. Oh, okay. I'm sure it was a dark Yakety Yak. I don't know. So their version of Daffy Duck type thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting how they just had cheap knockoffs of each other all the way through. Yeah, but I actually like and enjoyed them a lot better. I think, uh, you know, the Warner Brothers with. Um, you know, the normal sort of, you know, Bugs Bunny and all of those guys were a little mm. bit more kept into some constraints on what they could and couldn't do. I think oh, yeah. uh, Hanna-Barbera was a little bit more, not loose, but a bit more they had their own freedom to, to do whatever they wanted. So, yeah. and, and, and they really did. They were pumping out, 
you know, in the 1960s and 70s, they were pumping out, oh, massive amounts. Well, they- we sort of missed probably, for my mind, what is perhaps the greatest cartoon series of all time, going on 50 years now, just had a celebration, had a couple of live-action movies, um, and that's Scooby-Doo. Now, Scooby-Doo, I believe, was a Hanna-Barbera creation yeah. in the beginning and had the voices of... Um, well, the one I remember most particularly was Casey Kasem who used to do the voice of Shaggy and Casey Kasem was um, a radio DJ that used to do America's Top 40. Yeah, look, you know, when you look at uh, th- those cartoons have been around and, you know, everyone can, um, you know, quote a line out of Scooby-Doo at some mm. stage, you know, or Scooby even, Snacks. and Or sing the song, sing Scooby the song. Dooby-Doo, Where Are You? Yeah, and Scrappy-Doo. So. Oh, now Scrappy-Doo, I think, uh, looking at some of the – and sadly I am a follower of Scooby-Doo, not not closely, but um, uh, a lot of the Scrappy-Doo stuff now just seems to be a big joke. People don't seem to take it with any reverence anymore. It was just one of those blips on the radar that they were hoping they wouldn't have to deal with again. Yeah, look, uh, the, the the thing with with those cartoons, they were in and out. Hanna-Barbera cartoons were in and out. They could be uh, a 13 series, a 13 show series. Yep. They could be up to a 70 show. I think the Flintstones was like over 200. In a series? In a, they call them, you know, well, episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when, you, when you're looking at other, other ones which we haven't really sort of talked about was Josie and the Pussycats, which was a real... Sort right. of girl power uh, one in the in back in the early late sixties early seventies. Now, Josie and the Pussycats was a spin off of Archie comics. Were you ever a fan of yeah. Archie comics? Yeah. And it's a pity that we haven't got Crystal here at the moment because she, you thought she was good on Sesame Street and Twin Peaks, mate. Yeah. She would blow you away with her knowledge of Archie comics. Um, and Josie and the Pussycats came out of Archie comics, so I'm surprised that it was more of a successful. Uh, um, because Archie comics have been around for a long time and have been very successful. So I'm surprised that Josie and the Pussycats made it across that gap, whereas Archie didn't. They made various Archie um, Archie cartoons, but they never really did that well. Interestingly enough, though, um, Riverdale that's on at the moment, I think it's a Netflix show or one of those sorts never of Never watched ones. it. No, me either, but... Um, Members of my family watch it and um, they say it's quite good but it's turned into some sort of teen angst murder mystery type thing that's brought it into the, to the new age where we, we cover off all the, um, the genres that we have to. It's a bit like the, um, the vampire movie type one, the one that you loved that you mentioned yesterday, uh, the last episode. No, okay. I nearly said yesterday then. Does anyone think we record one, in, one after the other? <laughs> not, not quite. The other, the other thing that uh, Hanna-Barbera tended to do was make cartoons of popular things at the time. So they'd had the Abbott and Costello Hour. No. Yeah, that great. was them. They did the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> they did things like, uh, I'm just trying to think... Um, <laughs> They did lots of little spin-offs of a, a lot of their, um, you know, they did, they had, uh, well, where are we? The Pebbles, like I said earlier, the Pebbles yeah. and uh, Bam Bam Show, uh, the Flintstone Comedy Hour, oh, you know, that okay. was... So um, they started getting into the variety type stuff. Yeah, and now they I started mashing epi- them together, you know. I think there's been a few episodes of The Simpsons that knock off this type of things about doing the variety hours and knocking out one person and bringing another one in. I don't know if you remember those ones. Yeah, I still remember, you know, 
So, yeah, so what happened to them? You don't hear about them much anymore. Are they still around or did nah, you say they they've gone somewhere out, else? They sold out to Cartoon Network. I think it was in the 90s, I believe. And I'm happy if I'm I'm, I'm wrong with that for viewers to send us an email at viewers. once went wrong. Oh, if I, you view on our website. Did I say viewers? Yeah. Sorry. Viewers slash listeners slash... Listener. A, listener. Hey, Shaniqua. If we've still had got anyone after episode 36. <laughs> it was hideous. It was hideous. We might not even send that I one don't, out yet. I don't know that we will. I don't know that we'll publish that one somehow. We might have a gap week. <laughs> so uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, if you have, if I'm wrong with any of these, and look, I'm happy to chat more about them and, and you know, send us, um, send, drop us a line on once was cool podcast at gmail.com. Good. Well done. You yeah, almost forgot it, didn't almost you? Almost forgot it. Yeah, we're doing it without, without our reader sheets tonight, so I need to go and find them, I guess. One of the others that we haven't mentioned, which was pretty awesome back in the day, was Hong Kong Fooey. Do you remember Hong Kong Fooey? <laughs> I remember it, but was it awesome? I used to think it was. Wheelie yeah. and the Chopper Bunch. Uh, remember, I loved Wheelie, Wheelie and the, the Chopper, Chopper Bunch. Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch was good, yeah. I did I did enjoy Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch. They were all the little June buggies and things. And what did they do? Did they solve crimes or did they just get up to different things? Uh, I think just races and they were sort of like the bad, you know, there was Harley oh, Davidsons. And and were, yeah, they were the motorbikes. Or were they the motorbikes? So Wheelie and the they Chopper Bunch. They were the mo- oh, actual okay. motorbikes. I wasn't, oh, okay, I thought there was a June buggy of some sort or something like that. So, we, what do you reckon? You're speaking fairly fondly and you're speaking like you know a fair bit about Hanna-Barbera and what went on with them and you're a, a bit of an aficionado there. Does their, say aficionado. Does, does their legacy endure today? If you went up to your kids and said, do you know about Hanna-Barbera, what would they say? They'd have no idea. I could probably mention a couple of the cartoons such yeah. as the Flintstones, the Jetsons. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Yogi Bear. And the, the newer ones like the, you know, the Powderpuff Girls and uh, Johnny Bravo. Yeah. But aside from that, I don't think there's really too much that they'd know about. It's Powerpuff, isn't it? Not Powderpuff. Uh, I don't, I don't you're know. You're a Powderpuff. I am a Powderpuff. Yeah, Puff. you're a Powderpuff girl. But it's a Powerpuff. All right. So do you think it's lived on? Like oh. look at Looney Tunes. Well, that's the one you've got to compare it to because they were both big at the time. Looney Tunes still making movies, still making cartoons, probably not as good as they were, for my opinion. But do you think that their legacy of Looney Tunes seems to have outlived Hanna Barbera? I, I think it's because of the whole Disney Hollywood type thing, where more of the point with Hanna Barbera is that they were it was it was these guys that actually created. All of these characters, and I know Walt Disney or whoever did the who done the Looney Tune stuff. Or, yeah. So, but for me, I just for me, it's like uh, it's it means more to me because that's the stuff around my age that I really look back to. And no, I can tell you now, my kids wouldn't know who half of these people. And I don't reckon characters the, are. I don't reckon if, uh, with the exception of probably Yogi Bear and Scooby Doo, I don't know that uh, if I was to ask Delilah about it, that she would know about any of these guys either, because Hanna Barbera certainly wasn't in when she was um, when she was a little one watching TV, being babysat by the TV, as it were. Correct, and one of the big ones which I think everybody knows, and we haven't touched on, and I'm sure viewers are going, "When are you going to say this?" Hmm. The Smurfs. Oh, they're Hanna-Barbera as well. Yeah. I didn't realise that. 
over 250 episodes. And then they had all the little action figures. Well, we, I reckon we could do a, a podcast on the Smurfs themselves, whether coming from the a little action figures to the cartoons to the live action movies uh, going on from there. And you see Smurfs these days, you know, get referred to and you see them in movies, I think, in... Uh, the Inbetweeners movie, there were Smurfs when they were in Ibiza or wherever they were over there running through the streets. Okay, not not really the uh, crowd, I think, that the Smurfs were intended, but I see, I know what you mean. No, that's correct. And But w- one of the big things I remember is I had Papa Smurf figurines and, yeah. you know. They used to buy from the BP service station. Yeah, mm. you know, so we can do one on, mm. on Smurfs. I think we should because I feel we've devoted far too much time to the Smurfs and don't get me wrong, I like the Smurfs, but I think far more time on them compared to Scooby-Doo, which we tend to, I feel, we've glossed over a little bit. Well, yes, I think there's a couple of episodes there we yeah. have to really get into. Yeah, we could. We could indeed. But this is just a touch on because we're talking about cartoons. Yes, yeah, no, no, absolutely. So You're, we can do some... Oops, I said it. Absolutely. Said absolutely. <laughs> I didn't even know because I wasn't saying anything. If anyone wants to send an email no. in and make... Or, or uh, send a picture in of holding a sign of absolutely sending into our Instagram <laughs> at oncewascoolpodcast.com. Um, so we got to wrap it up. Simon's given us the wind-up there. So still endures in your mind. We didn't really get to the bottom of it. Do you think they're as lasting as Looney Tunes? I have to think not, which is a shame, even though some of the titles still did. I think if you look at uh, our generation and people around our age and maybe a little bit older... I think that that would mean so much more to them and it still does to me. I, it may, I can think back and the nostalgia is just phenomenal as mm. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, on that note, we need to wind it up. Yet again, if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at oncewascoolpodcast at gmail.com. Check out all our past episodes and we might let you in on 36 but I'm not sure yet. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. At oncewascool.com and we will talk to you next week. We, thank you very much. Thanks, Dave. Simon, thank you. And remember, we would have got away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Bye. Bye. Bye.